Welcome to G-Swag Money with your host, the G-Swag. Today we're going to talk about money. Alrighty, so I'm going to talk to you all about different money concepts. Uh, this first one, I wanted to take a look at a visualization uh, that I've always been a fan of and it's been updated for 2020, uh, 2020 and it's about money. So I'm going to kind of guide y'all uh, through this to talk about what's been happening, especially with the Federal Reserve and how much money that they're printing out. And again, I think they're not alone. The central banks all across the world are having to add to the deficit of, of their countries uh, to get through this pandemic. So it, it's very interesting, again, if we take a look at how much money um, is actually out there. So they've added a, a, a lot of money. So the Fed's balance sheet, uh, and this again, this has been updated since 2020. So it's over $7 trillion and over 40% is from 2020. So think about that. The entire Federal Reserve balance sheet has increased 40% uh, due to 2020. So the world's billionaires, right? This, uh, these elite rich that we hear a lot on the news uh, that control a ton of the world's wealth, they have $8 trillion. So the Federal Reserve, again, has almost as much. Their balance sheet's almost as large as, as that. And then if we look at the world's, the world's gold, so how much gold is out there? Right? So we hear that used to be used for money. I hear students sometimes talk about, are we, should we go back to the gold standard? Some ask, are we still on the gold standard? And right now, uh, gold is worth about $10.9 trillion. Uh, that's, a, again, as of uh, the update of this uh, visualization, uh, which is, uh, again, a couple weeks old, but that will obviously change over time. And then if we take a look at, again, some of the biggest, uh, you know, companies, we know Apple just hit $2 trillion, uh, but the crazy thing is the Fortune 500 companies, uh, the companies that are on the S&P 500, the big five, which is Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Alphabet, and Facebook, and those are your mostly those are your those are your fang stocks uh, outside of Microsoft, and the, they make up 24%. So the five largest companies out of the top 500 make up about 24%. And so again, just kind of an interesting anecdote there. Uh, if we look at the stock markets of the world, um, those are worth about 89.5 trillion dollars, uh, with the New York Stock Exchange being the largest, uh, Nasdaq being the second largest. And then we've got a bunch of uh, foreign uh, stock exchanges that make up the next largest. The ne- uh, Japan has the next biggest with 6%. Um, and then Shanghai at 55 Hong Kong at 5 And then you've got uh, some more Asian, uh, Middle East, and European stock markets that are the, the next largest. And then we get to actual cash. Because I, I get a lot of questions. been getting a lot lately, you know, coin shortage and and money and, and how all this works. And so just to give you all an idea, we've got one, we've got multiple types of money. We got M1 money, which is um, going to be made up pretty much of, of three things. That's our, the actual currency where your physical dollar bills. And that's of course, checking accounts and then transfer or sorry, traveler's checks. 
And then you've got M2, which is your broad money. And, and that involves uh, other things, uh, pulling in like savings accounts and th money market accounts and things like that, uh, certificates of deposit. And so all of that, the total value of uh, the world's easily accessible money is about $35.2 So again, that's coins, banknotes, and checking deposits. And so the, the ratio of physical cash and it makes about 7% of the world's cash. So 93% now is not uh, the uh, physical variety. So it's it's in your checking and savings account. It, it, you know, again, it's this kind of digital money, right? As we use our debit and credit cards, right? We're not, well, credit card is not is not money, but obviously we have to, to pay it off. Uh, but, right, this exchange electronically, that's what most of our money is. And so uh, the broad money that we have, so again, looking at that, and that does include the M1 money, which is the, uh, the narrow money, if you will. That was the $35.2 trillion we talked about earlier. Uh, the broad money, there's about $95.7 trillion of that, and that's coins, banknotes, money market accounts, as well as saving, checking, um, and time deposits, like a certificate of deposit, a CD we mentioned earlier. So again, $95.7 trillion. So just to think about that, right? The United States has 26 trillion in debt. We owe 26 trillion. The entire world has 95.7 trillion in money. And then we look at global debt as the next thing on this visualization. Um, and if we look at how things have, have kind of gone since 2007, uh, the biggest increase in debt is governmental. The next is uh, non-finance then households, and then, and then finance-related uh, debt. Uh, that has actually dropped some. Uh, but again, global debt is at $253 trillion. And where some people start to get scared with that is that is 322% times the global gross domestic product. And so again, uh, as we look at this, the non-financial and government uh, those have the largest amounts of debt. Uh, and when I talked earlier, right, government has the largest increase since 2007, uh, but I think uh, non-financial had, had more. So those are about the same. I think there may be a, a hair more in non-financial debt. Um, in fact, uh, yeah, let's see. As of 2019, non-financial is about 29% of the debt. Government was 27 Financial was 18.8, and households was 24% of the debt. And then we're going to get into a few other factors that y'all may not think about as much, uh, but global real estate, that has a lot of, uh, again, wealth to it. And so global real estate is figured to be about $280.6 in total, 22% uh, of which is residential value in North America even though only 6% of the population of the world lives there. Uh, Europe has about 22% of residential assets by value, but only uh, has about 10% of the population of the world. And so of our real estate, uh, most of the debt is residential. It's about $220 trillion. Then commercial is about $33 trillion, and agriculture uh, is the least, with about $27 trillion. And then our last couple sections here is one is global wealth. 
And so there's roughly 360.6 trillion in wealth globally. So if we money, real estate, stock market, all this wealth uh, adds up to about 360. And if we take a little deeper dive into that, um, you know, not surprisingly, the United States uh, has the most. We're about 31% of the, uh, or sorry, I should say North America, has 31% of the global wealth. The United States is at 29%, uh, and then uh, Canada is about 2.4%. If we take a look at United States median wealth per adult, we get, have about 66,000. Uh, the median wealth in Canada on the other hand, is about 107,000. So we do have a lot more in the United States, but part of that's because we have more people than Canada. If we look at Europe, they're about 25% of the wealth. And within that, it's divided up. The bigger players are Germany, about 4%, United Kingdom, 4 France, 3.8%, Italy, 3.1%, and Spain is about 2.2%. And, and Asia, they have about 39%. So that the big players there are China with 17%, then Japan with almost 7 then India, Australia, and South Korea with uh, fairly small amounts. And if we look at the number of millionaires, uh, it looks like, oh, sorry, I'm trying to figure out where that's at. I don't think that's for the whole globe. It looks like in China only. Uh, there's about 4,447 millionaires. Um, they don't have that feature or that figure for uh, what it is in the United States. And I, I I know I've seen it before, but I can't remember it off the top of my head.